the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. We've got quite a bit to talk about on the show here today. Uh, as always, our show is about savings investments in your retirement. Our, our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Ryan, you like to have clean up the desk here while I'm talking? Uh, little incident with the Coca-Cola here this morning, uh, right before the start of the show. The uh, must have been shaken. Not stirred on that, yeah. Ah, so anyway, we're here talking. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. The Max Out Savings Show is live here in Houston, Texas, and uh, it's a show about savings and investments. And it, it's all about Texas and in investing. Uh, we're we're from Texas. We're here in Houston. Is and we're not some national franchise. We we really we I put this show together over a decade ago to help people save money and invest for the future. And and, and it's really, it, it's been somewhat of a, uh, you know, it, it's it's been it's been a a long fun ride, and I think we've really made a difference in people's lives with our philosophy of saving aggressively and investing conservatively. I mean, that's the key to building up wealth. And, and the reason I took this in is after over twenty five years in the investment business, what we saw was how people build up wealth. And 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 I wanted to bring this out to the public to sit there and just most a lot of people know this but they they sometimes need to be reminded is to continue to put away at least 10% plus your company match in your 401k plan or more and now more than ever it is so important for you to sit there and uh, and do this because times are tough right now people are worried they're frightened a lot of stuff is going on in the world and they tend to back off sometimes on their savings plan well you you, you don't want to do that what you really want to do is is you really want to sit there and continue that savings program going. And here's the reason why is if you're nervous, if you're frightened, just increase your levels of cash going into your savings plan near term until you decide what to do. But whatever you do, do not stop your savings program. And and, and because over, this is over a lifetime of 30 years, it builds up into tremendous wealth. As I said, uh, the 401k program is the biggest wealth generator in the United States. Of we, we've, in my opinion, we've ever seen. We have millionaires coming into our office all the time. They're millionaires because of their 401k plans, and and, and this is in danger. I, I have to tell you, uh, I. I I have been in this business a long time and thought I'd seen everything, but I, I'm really becoming fearful for our country. And the what what we're seeing out there is starting to concern me. The there's some new laws that they're putting out on uh, on on 401ks and uh, investments. I saw a thing today, actually, it was on the Drudge Report, where the people like me will be able to to we don't give financial advice, but we we try to give some general tips to help people with savings and investing, but more and more there's concern that we won't be able to do these types of things in the future because of the new, some new laws that the Obama administration is trying to rush through. Excuse me. New rules, not laws. In the United States of America, Congress passes laws and the president signs the laws into power. Uh, under this administration, the president doesn't feel like he he has any need for Congress and would like to sit there and basically create rules himself, kind of like a dictator. And 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 so he he's changing the rules, the financial rules to change. It's some of it's along the lines of fiduciary duty. Now, as advisors, 
we're, at Max Out Savings Advisors, we're already advisors, which means we have a fiduciary duty to our clients. And that is very important to me because that means that we're supposed to watch out for your best interest first ahead of anything else. A brokerage firm, like at a brokerage company, like a Merrill Lynch or someone, they have a fiduciary duty to the client, the broker does, and to the firm as well. There's like a dual fiduciary duty. And, and and so a lot of people are concerned about that, and they want to make the standard just a fiduciary duty to the to the uh, to the to the to the investor, and which I, I you know I think is a good idea. I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks. Here's the problem that they're running into with some of this stuff is into that rule fiduciary rule the the uh, the uh, some of the investment boards uh, that the government's trying to do is they're trying to sneak in a lot of stuff to. Uh, to, to censor out financial people, financial people in the media, and also to sit there and change how, how people how people look at 401k plans. It, it, this is just, as I said, and this is what this is so important. The 401k plan is the biggest wealth generator in the United States of America. 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, a person worked for the same company for 30 years, and then they retired, they had a pension, they lived another 10 or 20 years, and then, then they died, and if they were lucky, their wife got a half a pension, or she got nothing, and their kids got nothing. And and so they, you know, they 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 worked hard all their life. They got a pension. They got a little social security. They made ends meet, and then they died, and it was all gone. And what the four hundred one k did is it fundamentally changed that and said, wait a minute, you can save your own money, invest your own money, and then roll over your money, and that's your money. Now, you, you have to invest it prudently and, and, and live frugally in order to make it last through your retirement. But if you do that, you're going to have something to give to your children, an estate, which means that's wealth. You have wealth. Uh, and you can say a pension is wealth, but but it is. But but once you're gone, it, it vanishes. And so so what's happening is people are retiring millionaires and they're dying millionaires because of the 401k plan. And then their children, be, they, their children now have have wealth, which is what people aspire to in the United States. They want to, they would like wealth, and they'd like wealth to pass it on to their children. Now, the Social Security is a great program. It, it's imper- imperative we keep that strong, but that is nothing more than an annuity stream. It's very similar to a pension. Once you're gone, you don't get any money from your Social Security. It's simply an income stream. So a pension is the same thing as the Social Security. And one of the reasons we we say, hey, generally you want to roll over things is because if you ever get a big inflation, that pension stream is going to be set in stone and you don't have it won't have a chance to grow. Whereas if with a little luck, you can grow an IRA rollover through an inflation program and then pick it back up on the other side and, and have uh, inflation adjusted growth. And then the second thing is, 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 is you build up wealth. The reason for this is is the Obama administration, what they're leaning toward is is they don't really like financial advisors. They don't like brokers. They don't like financial people. What they want is is they want when you retire from your company, they want you to go to the company and just have your 401k plan and then go to, an, to, go to the company and say, I'd like, what's my payout? And they'll go, you'll get a $500 a, a year. You get 900 a month. You get $900 a month. You get 2000 or $3,000 a month. They want you to be a pensioner. That that's that's what they're looking for. They want you to be a pensioner. They don't want you to be a wealth owner. There's a real difference. And now the beauty of this, and, and look, the brilliance of this, if 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 you really want to be cynical, is is what you do is you take the middle class instead of being wealth owners, where they have a house, they have a they have savings and assets, and make them a pensioner, and then they own a house. Once you take all the wealth from them, and once they're all pensioners, and they know they'll never have any wealth for their kids, then you can start going after the wealthy and take their money too. And that's the road to socialism. And that's what this is. And, and what the problem we're running into is this administration, the Obama administration, has basically nine months to sit there and jam through huge numbers of rules and regulations to sit there and mold the economy into his vision of the world. And it's a very dark place. Now, I tell you what, we've got a call coming in to 713-339-1070 from Carl. Hello, Carl. How are you doing? Good morning. Hi, Ted. I consider myself pretty sharp, and yesterday my computer got hacked. Just real quick, a company called oh, no. me yeah. with the name of my company, and uh, so I thought, okay, well, I 
as I walked in towards my computer, I said, what's my account number? And so I asked them my, my 10-digit or so account number. They gave me that. And so then I happened to look, and it was the exact number that they always, that, you know, I talked to them on. Then, as I went out into the location, they told me what to put into my computer, and it pulled up the site that I'm used to seeing for my computer when I do work with this computer company where they work on my computer. Uh And so they walked through it with me. And so I did all this stuff and they said, okay, if you'll just turn your computer off, uh, you know, it'll be, you know, all these changes will work later. So I thought, well, I want to do some more stuff later. So I called them later in the day and basically we figured out I got hacked. And they said that your account information, Account information for with the company and stuff, all of that information is easily gettable. So if anybody calls you, even if you think they're your company and they have your account number and the phone number looks right, call them back. Yeah, that, Carl, that's actually a great call. Uh, this is I appreciate this call really because this is a great point. I mean, that's the, this stuff. I tell you what, when it comes to this type of stuff, it breaks down to simplicity. You're not going to outwit these people generally, but if you do some pretty simple things like tell you what, I'm going to call call you back and you call back. So they go, no, give this number right here and call me right back. Don't use that number. First call the number you have for the company and say, is this for real? And then if they say it is, then you can call that number back or you can ask them to transfer you over to those people. But the simplicity of what you just said is brilliant. And uh, and I appreciate the call. This is one of the problems of in our time today. And what's so frustrating to me about this type of stuff is nobody ever gets caught with it, Carl. Instead, we're going running around putting innocent, you know, not innocent, but young kids in jail for one stupid infraction after another. And, and, and what are basically career criminals are running rampant in this country and particularly around the world, destroying uh, things in the United States. And, and they, there's just they, there's not, not, not people have no fear of getting caught. Well, just thank you because I consider myself pretty sharp, and I just thought I asked what I thought were all the right questions and looked, and I was still wrong. So, thank you for taking my call, uh, Carl. I appreciate it. That's an excellent call. Give me uh, thank you. Anyone else calls up seven one three 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 nine ten seven. What did Carl just say? Carl just said, "Look, if I if you would just if I had just touched base and instead of calling the number they gave me or double checking." Call back the, the number I have. It's like on your credit card. If you you know look on the back of your card and call that number up, and then ask are these people for real or not. And that that's the easiest way. You don't need to hire a, a full time computer expert. You don't need to hire a former NSA worker that knows this stuff. You simply look on the back of your credit card. You you look on the on the your your billing statement or whatever, and you call that number up. This is something the, the scourge of our time today is hacking, and the thing that's that that the, the Chinese have been doing this, the Russians have been doing this, and the Iranians they're running rampant in this country, and and and. And uh, I'm hoping whoever is real is elected the next president is going to sit there and clamp down on this and really shut some of this stuff down. Uh, but so it, back, it, back to this is is the problem we have in the world today is particularly the, the the Federal Reserve and the Obama administration are trying to rush through a number of regulations. They, they, there's talk that the Fed is going to now try to limit the major banks to no more than 15 percent exposure to any other bank. Uh, their tier one capital uh, that spooked the market some very late uh, late on Friday. Uh, they're going to see a lot of stuff. Remember, we got nine. Obama has nine months to to jam through his agenda on the American people and look for one thing after another. And and uh, by the way, I, I think it's really important for these candidates. This election is not about Hillary Clinton. This election is about Barack Obama, and, and we should keep turning the firepower on Barack Obama and his flawed, flawed policies and, and, and his poor poor judgment and, and the worst recovery since the Great Depression. And and if you don't do that, then people are going to think, well, you know, his policies weren't that bad. And and and, and they really – they were that bad. And, and, and so – Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. Let's take that break. We're going to talk some more. We're going to talk about some about the markets, about savings. Uh, a couple things to remember. The government's pushing through a bunch of radical regulations. We have to have our guard up. Uh, and you, make sure you have your guard up with hacking. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, this is Sam Malone. Get the medical equipment you need fast and at the best price. eCare Medical Supplies offers the same low prices you would find online for hospital beds, lift chairs, power scooters, power wheelchairs, and other medical equipment and supplies. Visit their showroom near downtown Houston and try before you buy. Their trained team of experts will help you every step of the way from product selection to purchase or rental and often same-day delivery. Quality medical equipment gives patients comfort and mobility, so don't wait. Call eCare Medical Supplies. From size restrictions to strict budgets, there are no special needs the eCare team can't fulfill. Get the comfort and relief that quality medical supplies can provide for the lowest price in town. Call eCare Medical Supplies today. 713-695-4939. 713-695-4939. Or visit eCareMedicalSupplies.com. That's eCareMedicalSupplies.com. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Consistently conservative voices on AM 1070, The Answer. I'm Mark Davis filling in for Hugh Hewitt this week in the Town Hall Review. Trump raises eyebrows when asked about the KKK. You wouldn't want me to condemn a group that I know nothing about. I'd have to look. Senator Ted Cruz responds. This ought to be something uh, that should be easy, that should bring all of us together. The controversy tainted Trump's Super Tuesday victories. I'm increasingly worried about the viability of a, of a, of a Trump nomination in the fight against Hillary Clinton. Byron York looks at complicated options. They're planning to declare Trump a, quote, runaway candidate and uh, do anything they can, throw their bodies in front of the train uh, to stop it. We'll cover that and much more. Join us for our program and visit our new website at townhallreview.com. Town Hall Review, Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. you got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. Question about the markets, about what you think, uh, question about, uh, you know, what, about savings. Uh, we'll be happy to answer those questions for you. 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. We're live here in Houston, Texas, as always. And, yeah, uh, so I was just talking about, uh, I, I came across a story entitled um, – where was it entitled? What was it? How Fiduciary Rule Might Censor Financial Broadcasters, like, like Dave Ramsey and other people, from giving financial advice. And the real danger is is people stop giving out – yeah, they, they stop answering questions. And, and this is – and this is something – this is the – you know, the more government gets involved in something, you, you the more you see these type of problems where, where you get all these unintended consequences, which should be a kind of a simple thing to tighten up some regulations uh, in the financial sector, which we which needs to be watched – it 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 starts being a wish list for everybody in government to sit there and take control of the financial sector. It, it, and you, every time you do that, you move away from a capitalist system. And and you know, I, I saw something. Barack Obama's got a fifty one percent approval rating. And and part of the problem is is uh, the Republicans are fighting among themselves. Hillary's getting a pass. Uh, and if they do, they attack Hillary. No one says a word about Barack Obama. And I'd just like to talk so, – uh, uh, this is the world we live in today. Since Barack Obama's taken office, we've gone from 31 million people on food stamps to 46 million, fifth, almost 15 percent of the population. Healthcare costs are up 29 percent. The, in the labor participation rate has gone from 66 percent to 62.7 percent. 
home ownership in the United States of America has gone from 69 to 64.5 percent, and our federal deficit has 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 gone from seven trillion to one point uh, to 14.5 trillion dollars. And and somebody please tell me. Well, and actually. How is this such great numbers? How is this such a student loan? Student loans have skyrocketed from eight hundred billion up to about one point four trillion dollars, and 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 kids are coming out of school loaded down with debt. They can't get jobs. The labor participation rate is falling. All they get is part time jobs or barista jobs out there. And you know, and and people wonder why Donald Trump comes out there and says, "I'm going to sit there and get this problem solved, and I'm going to sit there and watch out for the American people, and I'm going to stop this immigrant wave coming in, and I'm going to try to keep your jobs in the United States." And nobody in the Washington establishment can figure out why anyone's why this is happening. And here's the really fascinating thing about this is. You notice when their jobs were in danger, you notice when the Republican establishment jobs were in danger, all of a sudden it's, it's you know, uh, we've got it. We must stop Donald Trump. Donald Trump is Mussolini. Donald Trump is Hitler. Donald Trump is e- evil. Ted Cruz is horrible. Ted Cruz is going to destroy the United States. Ted Cruz is a radical right wing, you know, fanatic, this, that and the other. Why? Because their job, you see how they fight for their jobs it's it's really fascinating how the Republican establishment fights for their jobs. You know, it, they wouldn't be fighting for their jobs if they would have fought for the jobs of the American people over the last 10 to 12 years. And they didn't do it. Instead, they basically lined their pockets up there. They dealt with lobbyists. Uh, the uh, it, It's just uh, – it's a $550 billion deficit out of China, $58 billion deficits out of Mexico, $180 billion Mexico deficits out of Japan. We were told that, yeah, this goes up and down. And in, 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 in over the last 20 years, these deficits have gone but nothing but up the whole time. And one job after another has been fleeing the country. Carrier, as they've talking about in the debate, Carrier is moving 1,500 jobs out of Indiana down to Mexico. Well, let me tell you something. You know they're doing it. That's simply monetary. They want to squeeze a little bit more profits out. And so the Mexicans are getting the jobs, and they're going to take those air conditioners right back up here to the United States. Let's take a look at Hussman Company, another big air conditioner company here in Houston, Texas. Do you guys realize that they're building one of the largest buildings in the world under one roof in Waller? As they're doing a, the Japanese-owned Hussman is building a major expansion of air conditioners in the factory in the United States. Now, how can Hussman put in a factory in Waller, Texas in Carrier, I think that's a United Technologies company, has to sit there and move their air conditioner down there. And honestly, they should be raked over the coals on this. If I was president, I'd pick the phone up and I'd be already taking a look at everything that Carrier's doing in the United States and be really concerned that they're somehow violating the law somewhere. And I, and the problem is, is this stuff, you have to, if you're a politician, you have to be concerned about the American people. We have this elite establishment up there that is terrified they're going to lose their jobs. They're terrified of Donald Trump, and they're even more scared of Ted Cruz. And I'll tell you a couple good my couple my couple thoughts on the debate is I think Ted Cruz did exceptionally well in that debate. He looked very presidential. He really I think he looked in many ways above the fray on this. Uh, Ted Cruz is a real believer of conservatism. He understands the Constitution and the idea that if we go back to constitutional principles and free market principles, it doesn't take a rocket science to look back over 200 years and say, hey, look, we had this Constitution, this rule of law, and this free market system. Everybody had jobs. We had the greatest growth in the world. We invented everything from the computer to the telephone to put a man on the moon. It worked great. Why shouldn't we go back to that? And that's what Ted Cruz says. And Ted Cruz goes, look, you're going to have jobs when you get out of school if you go that route. You're going to be able to educate your kids. You're going to be able to sit there and retire successfully if you if you follow my plan based on a constitutional rule of law government that has worked in the United States for 200 years. And 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 I think in the Washington establishment is terrified by this because what they want is they want everybody coming through Washington to beg for, for contracts, to beg for special interests, to beg for tax breaks and everything else to give them money to fund their operations. 
and it's 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 basically nothing more than a, a higher uh, level of organized crime. You know, if you go to Africa, you you, you in order to get a, a something done over there, you have to make a payoff to someone. Everything you do, you got to make payoffs to people. So you come in with a satchel of money, you give them, a, you know, it's maybe it's just a couple bucks at the border or wherever. Yeah, if if it's higher up, you got to go in there with a suitcase of cash. You know, we don't do that in the United States, but what we do in the United States today and what is wrong is instead we take that satchel of money, we put it in the bank, and we write a check to a Washington lobbyist. How is that to get the job done? How is that any different from the corruption that goes on in Africa? These people are now frightened. They're terrified of Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. By the way, I'm not a big Donald Trump supporter. I think Ted Cruz is the guy. I think Ted Cruz is the real deal, and uh, he won big in Texas. I think he's going to do well. He continues to gain stream, and I, I'm really excited about that. But, but, but I do believe it's absolutely imperative that our country has an outsider that can take on the establishment in Washington and stand up to them for the American people. And that's the message that's come out there. And the most fascinating thing about this whole thing is how terrified these people are. You see, they're acting irrationally up in Washington now. They are so frightened for their jobs. Where were they when the American people were losing jobs over the last 10 years? The labor participation rate in the United States has gone down from 66% of the people in the country working to 62.7%. Where was the Washington establishment when this happened? They were nowhere to be seen. Now their jobs are in the line. All of a sudden, they're you know they're going crazy trying to stop it. If they'd have done that for the American people, think where we would be. 713-339-1070. Tell you what, let's get over to uh, a couple things we got going. I got a seminar coming, a couple seminars coming up. One, and we don't do a lot of these, one in NASA uh, later in the month, uh, and one in uh, Cypher, Jersey Village area. Uh, if, you, if you'd like to sit down with us, we're going to talk in retirement savings, retirement income planning, our outlooks for the market in the world today. Uh, a lot of stuff we do at Max Out Savings Advisor. Just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. You can also sign up for our free newsletter. We talk about everything from common 401k mistakes to how to handle sudden wealth to, to uh, why this is a Katrina market, where uh, a Rita market where people are panicking. Uh, we, we, we talk about, uh, we sent out a, a special bulletin on the high yield market backlash late at the end of last year, warning of the dangers of it. In 2007, we wrote how the investment banks were going to fail. We thought an investment bank was going to fail on Wall Street, and we laid out the case. We didn't just say it was going to happen. We laid out the case and told you why and how it was going to play out in many ways but by their debt their their uh, balance sheets would destabilize and that's what happened a lot of guys out there you're seeing out there on the radio and all over the place are predicting gloom and doom all over the place we, we've we've been sitting there looking at the markets and trying to look over the horizon for over 25 years and we've called some of the biggest moves in this market haven't always been right but when there's been trouble on the horizon we've probably picked it up better than anyone I know of yeah, and so all these you know all these people that just suddenly are suddenly uh, soothsayers in the market the problem is a lot of these guys don't understand the markets they don't understand how money works it's very unique and they're out there just throwing out predictions all over the place they don't know what they're doing uh, but if you if if you want some help with stuff, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. The newsletter is free, and we, you can also set up an appointment with me if you'd like. We've, we've got a number of people coming in to talk about their four hundred one k, talk about IRA rollovers in their in, in their retirement savings, how to manage it. Couple things here. The I, I wanted to touch base last week on the show. We talked about the. I, I basically said I feel like I'm on coast to coast. And I said, I feel like I'm George Nooney and we're talking about UFOs or Area 51. That's what the show is, is, is for what I'm talking about today. And a couple things we brought up. We, were, we, we brought up one of the things we, we brought up. We're talking about some of the, 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 these radical changes in, in money market funds that people don't understand. And the other thing is we really talked about how they're, they're trying to get rid of money. And we laid out the case that this started in Davos, which is a uh, – Kind of a big powwow in Switzerland, Davos, Switzerland, by the the elites in this in in this world, or think they're running the world with all these grand ideas. And from there, it went to the the all of a sudden the uh, head of the central bank, Draghi, in Europe started talking about it, and Larry Summers started talking about it. Well, and I really said I feel like I should be wearing a tinfoil hat. And what what they wanted to do was get rid of the five hundred dollar bill in Europe and the hundred dollar bill in the United States, with the idea once we go to 
negative interest rates as, as, as central banks, people are going to want all cash out because they don't want to lose money in the bank. And in, in order to prevent that, we need to eliminate cash. And, and and I literally thought I should be having a tinfoil hat on, and it was complete. It, it, but I, I look, I bring these stories to you because I think there's more to the to, to the smoke than people realize. And and so we talk about this stuff. This isn't easy sometimes for me to talk about. And 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 one of the things is I was really gratified. Uh, Bill Gross this weekend uh, that Janice Capital now he was a, that he ran the top the biggest bond fund in the world for a dec- couple decades over at Pimco and now he has the the Janice Unconstrained Bond Fund. He in it, in his most recent missive this is what he said. There's a somewhat suspicious uniform attack on high denomination global currencies. Noted economists such as Larry Summers. Respected journalists as, as FT's uh, Gillian Trent, central bankers such as Mauro Draghi, all of a sudden seem to be concerned about the five hundred dollar yen, five hundred dollar euro note, five hundred euro note in the thousand yen notes, and are, faci- are facilitating drug dealers and tail- terrorists, which they are. He says, but it's it's. Uh, why are central bankers or economists opining about law enforcement? It appears to be the one remaining escape hatch for ordinary citizens is being closed. Money in the mattress, therefore, they want to associate with drugs or terror. And a cashless society appears to be over the horizon sooner rather than later. And and, and this is and what they're after is is a couple things. They want to have control of everybody's money, and then what they can do is they can go, "Hey, you have fifty thousand dollars in the bank." Uh, we're going to have negative 3% interest rates, which means at the end of the year, you're going to only have $1,500. And what they want you to do is to spend the money. And so where you're going, well, wait a minute, I'm building up wealth for my savings. I'm trying to grow it. They're, they're saying, no, we don't want you to do that. Again, this is a war on wealth. This is what you must understand about these central bankers and Barack Obama. And these these people are socialist. Okay. They are socialist. It, 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 the they're they're there they're not going to tell you they're socialists they don't you know they but that's what they want they want to control all of your money and then ma- pull the levers of, of power in the world to to spend your money and to do what you they don't want you building up wealth they want to control you and, and this is the problem Larry Sumner's a former Harvard guy big a huge Democratic guy wants to eliminate hundred dollar bills what do we say at the time you know most people in this country a lot of them they get about a hundred dollars a day. So a $100 bill represents one day's worth of work for those people. That's pretty damn hard work for not a lot of money. And, and a lot of people make a lot less than that. And and, the, and and Larry Summers is mocking these people for wanting to have a $100 bill. It, it shows you the, depth, the, the, the level of arrogance for, the, for these people. It shows you the importance of how we're going to have to sit there and fight and push forward a conservative agenda in this country to stop these people uh, in these elites in Washington and around the world that want to, that want to do this. This is, this is not tinfoil hat stuff. This is what these people are doing. This is what Bill Gross pointed out. This is what Bloomberg is, is talking about. This is what the New York times is talking about. This is what the financial times is talking about. This is what the head of the central bank of Europe is talking about. That's what these people want. We got to say, wait a minute, what are you doing here? Who are you people? Why are you, you know, why are you doing this to us? And we ask, should ask tough questions of these people. And, and, and so, and I think people are. I think Republicans are, and that's why they're so terrified. That's why Ted Cruz is doing, why do you think he's not liked in Washington? Because he's willing to stand up for the American people. You know, it, it's real simple. You can see how, you know, the two guys that are being attacked the most and the establishment going crazy about is Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. And people will tell you the guy they're most afraid of is Ted Cruz because he believes in the Constitution. You know, you should all stand up for Ted Cruz. Okay, well, tell you what, if you got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't been to the website, get over there, sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. We've got a lot of great stuff on that. It's maxoutsavings.com. And sign up for the free uh, the seminars we get coming up. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, this is Sam Malone for Ability Tree Experts, the best Louis Flory, great friend of mine. 
licensed arborist, third generation in the family, over 30 years taking care of trees. That's what they do. Ability tree experts, they make sure your trees are properly pruned, make sure the upper canopy is cleaned out. They also make sure that there's no insect or disease problems on your trees because they are valuable. They're beautiful, very expensive to replace. And a tree can be in distress for several months. You'd never know. But you know what? Lewis knows. Call 281-441-4179. That's the number I call. I'm a customer. Or go online. Ability Tree Experts' website is abilitytrees.com. You get a free feeding with every tree pruned. And you know what? You never know when the next storm is going to hit. So get those trees professionally pruned by Ability Tree Experts, Houston's leading tree care professional. Online, abilitytrees.com. Abilitytrees.com. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. When you go to work in the morning, you have plenty of choices. However, only one morning show can inform and entertain you at the same time. It's the Sam Malone Show. We take issues seriously and try to put a smile on your face, too. Along with J.P. Pritchard, Chuck Tiller, and Tom Fontaine, Sam Malone covers everything from local to national news, talking with key newsmakers, getting to the truth, and letting you know what's really happening. The Sam Malone Show, weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We've got, what, we got some calls coming in to 713-339-1070. we got a full board. Let's take uh, Rob here. Hello, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Good morning. You had a question for us. Well, I got a, I got a question for our statement. I hope I'll articulate this right. Uh-huh. I'm real worried about the way the country's going, and you're saying a lot of things that really interest me. And, you know, the problem is, is and, and my question is, how do we, you know, I don't have a platform to, you know, to reach the masses, okay? And AM radio does a pretty good job, but we're, we're fighting up against, uh, you know, Hollywood and, 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 and other places. And, and uh, you know, how do, how do you get the, the information out? So uh, all the blue states, all the people that don't listen to conservative radio, because that's there's a lot the, the young people. I mean, they just we're we going down the wrong road, and a lot of people. I mean, look at people, these young kids that are voting for Bernie Sanders. That's that's completely insane, and it just seems like we're losing the information battle. And I'm I'm just wondering how in the world do we turn this around? And you know, is, what's what's America going to be like? Well, uh, 10 years or down the road. Yeah. Am I making sense? Yo, no, no. I look, I think here's a couple ideas. Uh, number one, these these uh, debates have record massive audiences, which a lot of people are now starting to really pay attention, which is really good. Uh, the second thing is, is the Republican uh, electorate turnout is up about 25 to 100 percent. The Democrats is down, which means they're not doing well. The way you do it with people is – you know, if you see something interesting, you got to be real prudent with your friends and particularly your kids and stuff because, you know, they, they kind of tune you out. So you only pick – if you can pick one or two things that seem really interesting, that really makes sense, that you think appeals to them, you send it to them and you talk to them. And you say stuff like, hey, you know, have you heard Ted Cruz? They go, well, I don't like Ted Cruz. You say, why don't you listen – just to listen to what he says. And you don't really push him, but you just put a bug in their ear. Hey, just listen to what they say and tell me what – you know, I, I, you know, make your own mind up. That's the type of thing that kind of you, – you, when you put a question in people's mind, that's more likely to make them to look for something than convincing them. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That that, that well, would be my answer. Well, yeah, but well, what about – that's a good answer. And I still wonder – there's got to be a way that we can com, combat like the Leonardo DiCaprios and stuff like that and, and get more information out to the blue states and, and just the common folk. Well, they they are. Look at Trump. I mean, you know, Trump is Trump. Trump's going across party lines. It, it's starting to work. It's and the other thing, Rob, you can do is make sure all your friends and all your relatives vote. You know, it, even if you're not sure of them, if you just say, "Hey, go out and vote," 
uh, you know, if that gets people excited and, and, and people like you want to do something, most people are somewhat apathetic. So you have to kind of excite them a little bit. So you say, hey, are you voting? And, you know, you should get out and vote and, you know, take a look at the candidates. That, that's how you, you talk it up with your friends and stuff. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, enjoy your day. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate nice, it. Nice show. Bye-bye. Bye. And remember, Rob, you got to be subtle. Uh, okay, let's see. We got a call from Bill. Hello, Bill. How you doing? Hi, Ted. How's it going? Doing well. Well, Ted, you were mentioning Carrier. We've got the same thing here in Houston. It's been happening for the last five, six, seven years. We've yeah. got industries moving out of Houston. And what, I mean, anybody that sat down, I mean, you're in your business. They're not moving for wages. Anybody put together a budget, and I've been part of that process in management with the major company. If you want to know the truth, wages are about one of the smallest things in there. The big things are regulations and taxes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. They're, they're huge. Yeah. And what you'd want to do is look at what Carrier was get, having to pay in the way of regulations. And it's even bad here. We've got Trinity Industries. They're a pretty good-sized company. And they're moving a plant out of Houston. Yeah, well, look, uh, Houston, yeah. I mean, look, I think we're so much better here because our uh, bill compared to what goes on up north. It's just, I mean, it is. You would not believe the stories I hear from well, people. Well, well, I mean, the regulations and the taxes are so high, you can't compete. So your choice, I mean, for a company to move a, a plant that size, you're talking, you know, a hundred, two hundred million dollars. They're not going to get that back real quick. So they have to be going somewhere where they know long-term the regulations and the taxes are going to be a whole lot more friendly. And and uh, that's that's just it. Yeah, well, that's a fascinating thing, Bill. And, uh, that, that's a good point. It, well, Ted, we've been, we've been doing this for 40 years. Remember, not in my backyard? And, and the Democrats beating us over the head with saying, well, we won't have clean air, so we need... So people have been told, just like this guy just told you, we haven't educated people to the fact that if we move all these industries out of this country... I mean, we can get clean air without moving them out, but nobody tells them that. The Democrats will beat you to death on that. Look, so we Bill, here's the, our jobs. Yeah, here's the deal. People get it now. They're start look, look at you. Look at Donald Trump and you look at Ted Cruz, and those two are polling about seventy percent of the of the of the vote. They those are the two outsiders that want to change and want to clean up regulation and taxes. And it's gonna it's gonna we're starting to win. This is a huge change that's happening in this country, and it's it's exciting. But it, it's gonna be tough to get there. But we're gonna get there. Yeah. I think. Okay, thanks for the call, Bill. Let's get Oscar on the line. Hello, Oscar. Ted. You had a question for us. Yeah, how long is this uh, buyback, uh, stock buybacks by these companies? How how long is that going to go? Is this going to happen as long as we have low interest rates? Uh, you know, I tell you what, I think it's really starting to slow down. Uh, if you look at debt is- issuance, it seems to be... It seems to be tailing off, and I tell you the other thing that happened a couple of weeks ago when the market was down big. There was a lot of these big stock buy, a lot of these big stock buy, buy programs are now starting to be underwater, which means you know, they've been buying stock for the last year or two, and it, like, over the last twelve months, and they're underwater on their stock prices. And then you start getting, you know, you start getting a little bit, you know, questioning. I mean, you look at IBM, look how much stock they've bought back, and the stock does nothing but go down. Uh, if you look at what happened to Dell, if you look what happened to a number of these companies, com- a lot of these old companies were buying back massive amounts of stock, and, they're, and, and, and now their stock is down 40% from where they were buying it. They wish they would have had the cash instead of the debt they got right now. And now they're having – and by the way, all these big old companies, you've seen you've seen Hess, you've seen uh, – uh, who else? Why do you see a number of these guys, uh, Pioneer, all these guys are issuing stock at lower prices after buying back stock at much higher prices. And the and the, uh, the the other thing that's happening is with the changes in money market rules, it's going to push much more, much more money into government-backed money market funds that's happening in October, which is going to tighten up the, the lending in the corporate market as well. So because uh, the institutions are, you know, it's not the individual guys buying these stocks. You have guys like uh, well Warren Buffett buying what uh, Kinder Morgan that that went up you know in the, in the holding uh, holding up Kinder Morgan, yeah. So uh, the institutions are still the the and of course the buybacks and as, uh, the individual people are not buying stocks. Uh, so that's what's being that's what's being uh, going on right now, right? No, no, no. Look, 
the corporate buybacks are the driver. Over the last 12 months, the single biggest driver to the stock market is corporate buybacks. And these guys are, are – the institutions have been selling. The public has been selling. The smart money has been bailing out of this market all over the place, any way you look at it. And what's happening is the is these corporate executives are trying to keep their stock prices up for their bonuses. In, in fairness to them, they think – you know, there, there's some research that says you can grow your stock. Harry Singleton did this with, with some number of companies in the 70s and did really well, but he was buying back stock, you know, at, at, at 10, 15 times earnings. He wasn't paying 30 times earnings or more that many of these companies are. And they don't really, look, I, I work with some of the pioneers in, in this, you know, I trained, you know, a million years ago in this business. And they would go to companies and say, look, you've got, you, you've got no debt and you've got, $150 million on the balance sheet and your stock's trading at, at eight times earnings, why don't you buy back stock? Nowadays, these guys are loading up with debt and buying back stock at 30, 40 times earnings. They're crazy. But there, won't be, there won't be no liquidity when this comes to an end because the individual's not going to hold up. So uh, at a certain point, this liquidity is going to... Uh, there won't be no buyers for, for this kind of situation where, you know, where that dries up. That uh, so that's a dangerous deal in the future, isn't it? Yeah, no, look, liquidity's already dry. Look what happened the first of, first of the month. The stock market shot up over the last couple of days. Why is that? Because more fresh liquidity came in from mutual from 401k plans and also probably they re, re-up some stock buyback programs. Right. This market is starved for liquidity and very dangerous. Thank you, Ted. Okay, thanks, Oscar. Good, good point. But the big driver, people should understand, the big driver for this market over the last 12 months has been corporations buying back their own stock. The problem is they're taking on debt to do it, and then they're cutting capital spending, not building factories, and not hiring people instead, and it's wrong. Let's take a call from, from Randy. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Good, Ted. How are you? Doing well today. Good, Ted. Seems like to me there's another aspect to, the, to this cashless society, and that, that's the underground economy. Yeah. And I don't know what that's estimated to be with a trillion dollars a year or something like that. And it, it, yeah, it, it might be people doing illegal things like selling drugs or something like that. But if somebody comes and mows my yard and I give them twenty-five dollars cash and and they don't report it, then uh, uh, it seems to me that that if I have to give them a check or some kind of electronic transfer with a smartphone or something like that, the government's going to be able to track all of that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think there's look, I think there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, the, the problem, the thing I like about cash is cash is a good backstop. And if you if you cashless everything, if there's ever a massive power grid failure, like for instance, what happened in Houston, Texas, uh, a couple years back, if everything's on electronic, there's nobody, people have no way to transact any type of business. And and and, and so I I think you want to have redundancies in your system, and and uh, and, I, and that's why I think that's important. And but but I, what what bothers me is is that is they really seem to be getting it because they want control and they want to be able to force people to spend money. Well, that's what they want to do. They want to track them for tax purposes too, I think. And, yeah. and, and and if you don't pay with a credit card or something like that, then they can't steal your identity. Also, now one of the quick thing about about voting is uh, a lot of people looking at the general election, but I think the primaries are just as important because in the primary, that's when you actually select the candidate that you like the best. Yeah, and Ted Cruz for say, or, or or Trump or whoever, you've got that choice now. But when we get to the general election, it might be John Kasich or somebody like that that you never supported, and you really don't want to vote for him. And I think that what we're going to see is uh, what happened with uh, Romney and McCain. People didn't like their didn't like those two. They didn't like their what they were their, their programs, what they were proposing. They just didn't vote, so you have four or five million people didn't vote, and uh, that's why we've got uh, uh, Obama elected and re-elected. Yeah, no, I, there, look, there's a lot to be said for that, Randy. I mean, that, I think that's the situation. That's why you got to get out, and that's why these are so important. Well, that's good. I'll keep telling everybody, go vote in the primary, go vote in, the, in the, any kind of runoffs, vote in the, in the general election, and... Uh, uh, see, I like to vote. I like to put in my two cents worth, and that's probably about what it's worth. Well, cents, if but, you don't put don't it care. in, you don't. You, you can't complain. Well, that's why I tell everybody: <laughs> if things don't go your way, you have you have no complaint because you did nothing to try to stop it. Yeah, no, that's it. Look, uh, good points, Randy. But okay. the good right, good news is the is the turnout issues. By the way, people get upset with all the record going on in the uh, in the. Uh, uh, in 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 the debates and stuff, this country has always been like that. People love politics in the United States. You realize when they formed the United States, if you argued about politics in Europe, you get your head cut off. 
and and this was this is unique in the United States. It's part of our fabric to sit there and and go back and forth to, so the public can pick the new leader. It's it's exciting. Tell you what, we got a call coming in from Tom to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Hey Tom, hello, Tom. Is Tom there? Hello. Hey Tom, can you give us a call back? I think we're not getting you. Uh, a couple of things I want to touch base on. The we had we've had a nice run in, in oil prices here, and we're really seeing some companies whiting, uh, Continental, uh, a number of them are cutting back production, which means we're starting to make the where these people are serious about cutting back production, and this is putting a floor underneath oil prices, so we can start getting the price of oil to come back up, and so that that's working. I think some of the some companies are rebounding probably ahead of themselves in here. Uh, it, but, but I think we're starting to see a bottom to be made in oil prices, which, which I think is good. We've been talking about it was going to bottom in the four, four, first quarter, and that's what we're starting to see. Uh, the market's had a big, uh, kind of a short covering rally in here. We think that's continue. That's what it is. Uh, I, I think the politics and, and, and the stuff that's going to happen is going to start weighing on the market, the uncertainty. I think later this year, it's going to be very exciting with the new president coming up. And people are going to become more optimistic, but right now there's not there's a lot of uncertainty. People aren't sure. We've got uh, Brazil in the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression. We've got uh, China in very severe trouble. Europe, a lot of problems. So I think you got to be cautious. A couple things. Look, we've got two seminars coming up here uh, near the end of the month. Uh, one in, in NASA, one down in Jersey Village area. Cypher. Uh, if you if if you'd like to attend the seminar, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Also, you can sign up for the free newsletter as well, our Max Out Savings Report. We're going to have a new one out here, right here in the first couple of days of the, of the new week here, talking about a lot of interesting stuff. And, all, and, and if you need help uh, with, with your IRA rollover, if you need help with your retirement savings and investing to, to generate income for retirement, give us a call at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We don't do annuities. We invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and things like that using our value investing approach. And we do a lot of risk work to protect you in these markets. We'll see you next week right here in Houston, Texas. Remember, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Thanks a lot. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. On AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.